I don't know how long we can keep this up. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I don't know what percentage of you listening to this listen to our radio show. I would assume practically everybody. But uh, we do a radio show every single day. And we have been practically wall-to-wall commie virus for, what, a week? Uh, yeah, yeah, mostly commie virus, yep. And uh, and we both, after the show, felt like, eh, I just can't, I don't think I can do that again tomorrow. And um, I'm wondering at what point uh, America will think, yeah, I got enough of this. I get it. Whether it's their entertainment or the news flow or, or whatever, or, or starting to come out of their homes. I wonder if, if at some point people start, yeah, I know I'm not supposed to, but I, I'm not staying in my house anymore. And then just people start coming out. I don't know. I don't actually know the answer to that. In terms of an entertainment thing, I just I feel like it is peaked. Okay, I got all the info. I kind of think I know what the plan is now. I'll check in for headlines now and then. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't think tomorrow we're going to be able to go wall to wall on no. the red plague. We generally <laughs> have a pretty good sense of that. I like that. Positive Sean came up with that. That's the good. red plague. I like that. Twitter feed. Twitter feed. I'm zooming through my Twitter feed. Our friend oh, Craig. I didn't realize we had a jingle. That's fantastic. It is good. Well, we do now. Uh, Craig Gottwall's our good friend. Craig, the uh, healthcare Did you ever work guru. at a radio station that had jingles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Love that. When you got a new jingle package, it was so exciting. I've always oh, yeah. wanted my name sung in a jingle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got that somewhere. I've got a, a tape of me. Oh, yes. I have a jingle package every Christmas. I affix uh, bells to my wang. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's great, Joe. <laughs> hey, these are tough times. <laughs> All right, people are suffering. They need a chuckle now and again. America needs a clown. So, <laughs> Craig, the healthcare guru, points out Craig's also quite the uh, libertarian. Since July of 2019, Cal Unicornians must undergo background checks to buy ammunition. Jack ran into this the other day. Yeah, they asked me for my birth certificate. I thought, what? What? Kiss my ass. <laughs> Who has their birth certificate? I don't know if I've ever even seen my birth certificate. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I could probably lay my hands out, but it would take a while, which is part of what they're trying to do. They just want to make it a little different, more difficult so you won't buy boats. So I won't go shoot up a school because that's, you know, what's going to happen right. with law-abiding citizens. Of the 345,547 background checks performed, only 101 stopped the buyer because he or she was a prohibited person. 62,000 were stopped due to bureaucratic failures. Screw-ups, in other words. 101 stopped legitimately. 62,000 stopped incorrectly. And I would go further and point out, of those 101 who were a prohibited person, how many of them had any ill intent? Right. I mean, because some dude might have, you know, who knows, a little domestic violence incident, not to take that lightly or anything, but then, you know, 17 years later, he goes, he wants to go hunting, and is told, no, you can't have any ammo. If I'm the kind of anti-gun person, I'm not worried though, about that guy. If I'm the kind of anti-gun person, though, that a lot of the people are, uh, I hear that, and I think, I don't care. How many people did I stop from buying bullets like Jack? Because he thought, I don't have my birth certificate, I'll come back later, and he never got around to it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't buy bullets, so therefore my school's not going to get shot up. Which is the stupidest reasoning. I can't even imagine where you come up with this crap. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. not stopped any crimes by keeping me from buying bullets or any other law-abiding citizen. For the most part. Twitter feed, Twitter feed, let's keep scrolling through my Twitter feed. 
<laughs> I love this segment. This is great. Diane, I'm just Diane, National uh, Treasure tweets. Apparently, everybody first... go follow. I'm just Diane. Oh, She's geez, great. Oh, yeah. yeah, please. Apparently, the first symptom of Corona is the loss of sense of humor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, true that. Let's see. Here's a here's a video. I could hold it up the microphone, but I'm I don't know. While under quarantine in Barcelona, a pianist went to his balcony to play Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On" and was shot to death. No, he wasn't. He was. I'm sorry, I misread that. He's actually joined by his neighbor playing the saxophone next door on the balcony. Totally unplanned. Sax guy heard him playing, ran in, grabbed his sax. Probably ought to be shot for playing this, but Here, here's where it gets good. I'll keep waiting. Well, here's where it gets better. Soon. My heart will do something because the boat this is, it is sinking. But this isn't the part. This is the part where Rose drowns Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Atlantic, because she's too selfish to give up some of her plank, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> But Where's the this, sax guy come out? There no, he goes. Th- this story made the rounds of the world. Is this just a, if you end up with two magician, ma- magicians, if you end up with two musicians living next door to each other? Do they blow the horns or make stuff disappear? <laughs> I'm, I'm confused here. <laughs> well, you can't really hear him because he's too far away. But isn't the whole point of the story? A crappy hey, video. Hey, look, a piano player lives next to a saxophone player. Well, they joined the together, Jack. It's a metaphor. Okay. Do you lack a beating heart? The one guy and the other guy, they joined together during this difficult time. Trevor Noah of The Daily Beautiful Show story. Uh, was inspired by those sort of videos that are that are largely coming out of Europe, and he tried to recre- recreate a similar thing in New awesome. York. So, oh, wow. I've been inspired by Italy, and I figure, like, why don't we do this in New York? We're also neighbors out here. Let's, let's, let's be together, you know? I'll... I can show you the world. Shining shimmer. Shut the f- up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, here's a tweet from Drew McCoy. My God, he did it. He got rid of the lines. There's a HHS has issued a regulation allowing doctors to practice across state lines. But can you sell insurance across state lines? Again with the lines. You got to erase the lines. <laughs> Thirsty little Marco Rubio. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, there's just a bunch of bitterness and dumbness as usual. But On the day that we do this uh, podcast, this is June the 6th, 2022, uh, a third of the value of the market has been rap- wiped out in a month. That's pretty historic. Mm. I like this one. Here's some college student, Janet, who tweets, My prof just emailed us saying she expects us not to wear sweats to our lecture online because that's not how we'd come to class. LOL. <laughs> what? That can't be real. No, it's true. It's true. Don't wear sweats to your online class? Yeah. That's wow. right. You wouldn't come to class like that. Well, I'm not in class. The only reason I'm not in sweats in class is because I'm in class. If I have anything between my bare buttocks and the chair, you'd be uh, be surprising if I'm doing online. <laughs> right? Well, let's see. I like this one. Bethany, the mom, writes, I'm seeing a lot of moms trying way too hard to be camp directors. We're on day two, folks. Slow your roll. Read read them a book and make a peanut butter sandwich. The elaborate crafts are going to drive you nuts. (laughs) That's pretty funny. 
Um, and I want to do this story just because if you didn't hear it on the radio show, it's my favorite story really of the week. A woman who realized she'd been washing her hands with a block of cheese for days. Cheese head. She left out her little block of cheese, you know, and if you buy the really cool bars of soap, they l- kind of look like cheese. They are. They're practically indistinguishable from a nice uh, cheese. Yep. But I'm pretty sure if I went to wash my hands with the block of cheese, I would immediately notice it's not soap. It, it reminds me of the time when I used, uh, instead of mouthwash, I was using Cheese Whiz. And it was it, <laughs> it was like eight days before somebody mentioned to me, hey, hey, dude. Well, hey, Sean. <laughs> You got the cheese whiz all over your teeth, man. I tell you what. It was eight days. You can't tell your cheese from your soap or your soap from your cheese. That's crappy cheese or crappy soap. Yeah, exactly. You're not expecting enough out of either of those products. Exactly. (laughs) Buy better soap and cheese. Cheese whiz is mouthwash. Mm, Swish it around. (laughs) Spit it in the sink. It's funny. It's not going down the drain. Ah, All refreshed. (laughs) I don't think my breath is that fresh. Come here, sweetheart. Well, I guess that's it.